Hi guys, welcome to Psychic Babes. I'm Kirsten Sandifer. And I'm Ashley Romano. And we're coming live to you on our first podcast. Very, very first. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> so am I. But yeah, we'll be old hat at this after this episode. So. We're going to be very honest and open about our stories and our beliefs and also our research and studies and tying in um, science and I just should preface probably um, to anybody listening that it might sound a little crazy what we say because hearing it for the first time, I mean, I would have said too that we were probably nuts, but absolutely. (laughs) when you first start embracing this stuff and you realize how quickly it changes your life and how vast (laughs) the universe is and how everything's interconnected, it's going to sound like hooey to some people like new age hooey, but it's not, it's absolutely real. So, you know, if, if you find that this episode's maybe a little highbrow, I guess, or whatever, or if it's a little too far fetched, just stick with us because we'll definitely come down to other topics. um, Yeah. We will be talking about a lot of different things. So today, um, I think we're going to start off and kind of just speak about how each one of us got um, interested in the metaphysical world. and Which is really kind of just like spirituality and science converged. But. Well, for, for myself, um, I was raised Catholic, and um, then I converted um, to Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints two years ago. And that's kind of actually where I really got into, like, seeing auras and stuff like that. A girlfriend of mine um, from church did. uh, She read auras. And that was really kind of the first experience that I had with it at all. Um, And then I guess the first time would be when I had any experience psychically was Sky telling me that... uh, I was in the... (laughs) (laughs) We're not supposed to use his real name. Sky isn't even his real name, though, so it's okay. (laughs) So, Sunny, um, it was was interesting because I I just went through, well, still going through a divorce, and um, one of my girlfriends brought me um, out, you know, just to kind of get me out of my funk, and uh, she brought me over to this guy's house. And I thought, why are we going over to this guy's house? I really don't even want to do this. And so we sit down, and he started just saying things to me that he could have never known. And I'm looking at my friends like, did you guys say this? Did you guys plan this? And it couldn't have been, you know, it was too crazy to even be planned. But he started to talk about my grandmother, and um, I call her Oma. Um, because we're German. So. I also call my grandma Oma. Very strange. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's a whole nother episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Our lineage is very, very interesting, <laughs> but, um, to say the least. <laughs> so uh, we sit down with this guy, and he starts telling me that I'm in the top 10% of people in the world who have psychic abilities, and that mine are very, very gifted. And up until this point, I don't remember having any psychic vision. So I was like, no, you're, there's, I was like, you're wrong. You're definitely wrong. 
but I was so interested in the things he had to say and what he had told me was so accurate about my grandmother that I decided to do a little bit more investigating and to see, you know, if there was anything to it. And the main things of what he told me is that nothing can live in the same space as negative ne- negative energy. So visions and stuff like that they come from they come from the divine energy, so it has to be a positive altruistic space um, for you have to be that vessel in order for that information to be able to flow through you. So as you can imagine, anybody who's been through a divorce, um, I wasn't in the most positive mind frame. So that, that took some practice. And Ashley can tell you, it probably took me about six months to get to, to get to that place to where I could actually start channeling and start having visions and once I changed my mindset though it kind of happened overnight when you say fast track yeah <laughs> yep pretty much and so what about you when did you so okay let me think about this one um so when I was a kid probably when I was around like seven years old I remember um when I would talk to people like my dad for example or um friends or like my grandparents and sometimes people would say something and it didn't quite line up with what they're thinking but then it's sort of like I realized like okay wait a minute like I'm picking up on two different things like somebody's saying something but I feel their thoughts and like their thoughts are sort of like completely different um so that was one thing and I kind of shut that down um Okay. That must have been scary as a kid to experience that, though. I thought it was completely normal. Like, I thought, really? yeah, I was like, and I remember, like, I was like this little kid, and I can, like, literally visualize, like, specific situations where I was like, I would tell my mom, like, why is he saying this when he actually means this? And, like, there are, like, ulterior, like, motives behind, like, what he was saying, and et cetera, et cetera. But, but as a kid, you premise that people are good by nature because you're not already jaded and, you know. Right? Um, or did you see that dichotomy like you I was just kind of open to it like I kind of when I was a kid I was I was very strange I'm still strange now so <laughs> <laughs> was <laughs> no but so okay that strange was, yeah basically given. um so that was like the first sort of thing that I can remember um when it comes to sort of like intuitive abilities and or ESP abilities whatever telepathy um, another thing, I guess when I was in, I think it was third grade. Whoa, that lightning just. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. It's out of nowhere again. Probably some, no, just <laughs> Sorry, we're um, lightning here. And, uh, I don't know if any of you know, but like lightning storms <laughs> are electromagnetic storms. So being that it gives energy, you energy is on that wavelength. Negative ions. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so when I was in third grade, I remember a few stories. Um, so I ended up going to a Catholic school in third grade, um, transferred from like a public school and we had a religion class and I kind of, I kind of had this weird thing about like, I would go up to people like I, I wasn't like a normal, I didn't like talking about normal stuff, but I would always go and like ask like 
I would ask kids like, do you know like how this all started? Or like, do you ever wonder? <laughs> no. And people would like look at me and just be like, like, and I was just this strange person. <laughs> like sort of um okay I'm just gonna throw this one out there but I had this thing where I knew like if I was gonna get called out um to read out loud in class and I would get really (laughs) nervous before because I really don't like public speaking um or just speaking in general (laughs) it would be really nice if we could just like all communicate telepathically um it would make things a lot easier but um yeah or maybe even now yeah well we are can we are we can already do that yeah Um, but yeah, so basically that happened and then I noticed, um, so psychic abilities also kind of like run in my family, um, my mom and my great grandma and probably like back even further. But, um, another thing, so I started when the like Malaysia airline crashed, like I started having weird dreams before some of these events would take place. And I would tell, like, my aunt about it, or I would tell, like, my mom about it. And then I was kind of like, okay, that's really strange, but I didn't really think anything of it. Like, prophetic dreams, kind of, or? I don't know. It was just, like, when, um, okay, like, the Malaysia air crash, or, like, when that um, crashed, it was, like, a little bit before, like, I was having dreams of, like, a plane crashing in the water. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then I think there was a plane crash in Africa. I had that dream before. Um, I also had a dream two years before my dad ended up going into the hospital, um, and he ended up being in ICU for, like, two months and then intermediate care um, for a month, but I had a dream two years before that, and it was, like, this repetitive dream of my dad, like, being, like, suffocated, basically, and, like, he was in a hospital bed, and so I told him, I'm like, I'm having this dream, like, it's for a reason, like, you need to, like, take care of yourself a little bit more. Long story short, he was, like, very stubborn, kind of like I am. And he was like, no, I'm fine. And two years later, I saw that same vision that I had in my dream in real life. And so then I was like, okay, this might be actually something. But then, of course, I sort of, like, shoved it off a little bit. But um, I think it was about two years ago, I then I started having dreams, like, um, my ex's um, sister was going to have a baby, and then I found out, like, or they found out the next day that she was pregnant. And then, um, then just, like, some other crazy stuff happened. And, yeah, it kind of just, like, exploded my brain open to some of these things. So. Yeah, that's, that's strange. <laughs> no, that's definitely, you've, you've had a lot more experiences than I have. But in the short time, I've also had had a lot of experience uh, yeah no and you're you're focused on it so you're going to develop it very quickly yeah I mean as a kid I get I was always really strange too (laughs) but um (laughs) like you know I've always had an interest in otherworldly things and you know aliens like the meaning of life kind of thing you know I like to philosophize about things but I think um I think on and a deeper level. And you're also into level, like psychology. Yeah, and, that's, that's what I was just going to say. Nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially like um, psychic abilities, like it all stems from the mind. So psychology is really an integral factor. And basically, in, if you think about it this way, we're all interconnected through our minds on this big map node blueprint of life. We're all interconnected that way. Very true. 
And um, it's really, really pretty cool. I mean, you don't have to use a lot of energy. Like, this isn't just stuff that abstract. This is proven stuff, you know? This yeah, is... and the, the really amazing thing is, um, so, like, psychic abilities, like, okay, so back in history, um, if somebody was a psychic or had some of these abilities, which is really, like, had more using or... more of your brain, mm-hmm. like, you're, you have more connections with in your neurons and you're like accessing different parts and you believe that you have these abilities, which also allows you to tap into these abilities. But people would say like, Oh, this person is a witch or Oh, this and that blah, blah, blah. And so now it's kind of this whole thing where there's like this ripple effect happening and more people are accessing their psychic abilities. Um, now like remote influencing, remote viewing, like all of these things are being Just used and like thoughts from the universe. Yeah. yeah. And they're becoming well known. And, um, it's kind of like if like 50 years ago, if somebody would have said, um, yeah, like there are going to be many, many psychics and healers, et cetera, et cetera. Like people would be like, no, that's not possible. And like, look at today, like we have, there's so many people that are psychics that, um, can do remote viewing. Like the government has programs that do remote influencing, remote viewing, et cetera. Um, there are programs outside of that that teach how to use these skills. And it's really just tapping into like different parts of the brain and everyone has the ability to be able to access these, but it's just, you have to, you have to open your mind up to that. And everybody has the ability to be psychic. I mean, to learn how to be psychic and develop their intuition. It is truly something you can develop. So true. Very, very true. But you have to kind of like get rid of like the limiting the belief systems, the um, this noise from you know the universe. Yeah, like, and what I call noises is that negative energy, the negative buzz, just putting people down and just negativity all day long. You really have to, and they say vibrate higher, but it's true. You really have to kind of rise above, and you have to you have to think positive, and you have to believe it. You can't just think it and. And then, you know, another side of your brain just go, okay, that's never going to happen. You have to believe it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why it works that way, but it does when, you know, the moment you make that decision and the moment your brain sort of accepts that reality, the moment things start changing in your life. And And the moment this all becomes true, mm -hmm. it's really that easy. And the amazing thing that I see is there's always been this strong division between between, um, spirituality which is kind of like the, um, I will see it when I believe it. And then there's science, which is I'll believe it when I see it. And it's kind of like there are two, two things searching for the same answers, just from different perspectives, um, like two ends of the spectrum. And now the amazing thing is um, like with quantum theory, quantum mechanics, quantum physics, there um, have now been like experiments and scientific proof that show that things aren't quite as they seem. And particles can be in two places at once. And um, in terms of, like, energy, like, time and space, it's just a linear thing. And we actually can transcend um, these linear things and actually access information from the past or um, project potential, like, yeah, project potential future outcomes based on decisions or choices that we make in our life. And this can relate to the personal or the collective level. And just like a quick note to add to, this has always been in my head, but the whole idea of um, there being like a ton of people that are psychic now and a lot of people are kind of becoming curious and stepping off of the 
um, kind of like the predictable path of the human being, which would be just to um, kind of like stay on this, like, like the matrix. The... It's kind yeah, of people kind of like the matrix, stepping outside like, the matrix, you know, like people are starting to say like, no, I don't want to have that nine to five job. No, there's got to be more to the world than um, just this. And like, I want to make like... a difference. I want to create change. Yeah. I want to leave a legacy. Um, you know? Exactly. And it's kind of interesting. Like the Mayan calendar ended and like a lot of these predictions have been fairly accurate. Like Nostradamus, um, um, I guess like H.P. Blavatsky, but I think she, she was more of like the esoteric sort of like visionary, but, um, or prophet. But anyway, so a lot of these things like predictions fail to predict past this given time. And could that be because there's so many people, like there's a ripple effect happening of people stepping off of that predictable path? So technically, our makes, I mean, I think so. I definitely mm-hmm. think so, because I think we've sort of gone off the the um, blueprint for oh, absolutely. What, you know what's going to happen because people can't predict it. Because when your mind is in control, you're you're in charge. You're not putting somebody else in control of your life anymore. You actually are in control, and you create. You're the architect of your own reality, so you create what you want. And you can manifest it. And that's true. I know some people are probably listening and go, what do you mean manifest? You can manifest <laughs> things? Like they can appear before you? Yes, they actually can. Um, you can, true. you know, think you're going to <laughs> be a millionaire. And it can happen. Dream it, believe it, does it be happen. it. Yep. It all has to do with your conscious mind. You fill your, mi- or your, you fill your conscious mind with positive thoughts. And then that will essentially reprogram your subconscious mind and you can like literally change your life. You can change your genes too. Like science has proven that. Oh yeah. We'll we'll talk about that in a different episode, but, um, there's, there's definitely so much proof nowadays. And I, I, I'm a big person that, you know, believes in, uh, the stuff that I see in black and white. Like I have a hard time buying into it if it's not something that you can explain by science or by math. So these are all things that aren't just in the abstract. They aren't just theories that we have. Um, These are actually things that are true. Proven by science. Yep, yep. And remote influencers and things like that where, uh, you, you know, people would create, they would create blueprints for, you know, being able to afford a house in two months. And then what happens is I think the universe creates situations to allow all of those things to happen mm-hmm. because of your mindset and your mm-hmm. mind's more powerful. So, and the universe wants to make you happy. I mean, that's, that's the it's, thing. It's, it's really it's, just, this nature. isn't supposed to be a mental, uh, you know, uh, um, this isn't supposed to be like a, a hell on earth sort of experience for us. It's, we are spiritual beings having a human experience, mm-hmm. not human beings having a spiritual experience. And back to what Kirsten said about having the universe like work in your favor. Um, so the way I like to see this is sort of like, okay, animals migrating um, on a path and like normally they go a specific way, but then there's some natural like event that happened that actually like made their path um, blocked off and like they didn't actually see this but somehow they intuitively knew that they needed to go a different way and so then they shifted their path 
and it's kind of like looking at the um like the whole like magnetic field of the earth and then looking at humans and you know how you attract the right people to you if you have your mind focused on something um you'll always we are always attracting like the people that we need into our life and um then when we put our intent on say building a company or wanting to um get into some field like you'll randomly meet like somebody (laughs) that can connect you to another person or you'll um be put into situations where you could actually have the chance to make that thing that you want it or that you put your focus on happen and it's kind of almost like just people are just they just end up appearing in your life and yeah it's just there's no way to yeah and it's kind of like yeah like we're all like pieces of this puzzle and like we're working together hence like having our like electromagnetic field and like we are uh, we magnetize people to us like or we're drawn to people that can help us or we can help them so it's kind of all it's all just like puzzle and the goal of the universe is to raise the collective so everybody can be happy it's not meant to oppress anybody like that's not that's not Mm -hmm. what you know i i think there's always this dichotomy because the understanding is like oh certain people live live at this level you know they live at a higher level and then certain people there's middle low class and then Uh there's high class that's not how we can all live at this on this upper echelon kind of Mm -hmm. level and the other Um, other... if you you tap into your mind though that's that's the catch the other really interesting thing too so um most people have this thing of needing to like oh i'm going to one-up you or there's Mm -hmm. like so many disempowering interactions but um, so science is also now proving, um, I forget the neuroscientist's name, but, um, they're talking about mirror neurons and how we are becoming more empathic and these mirror neurons allow us to, um, essentially mimic another person's mind to feel their emotions. Um, this is also like telepathy, mind reading, et cetera, et cetera. So it's almost like the way that we're evolving, um, because with, or being, or empathic yeah empathic Mm -hmm. Empathic, yeah sorry um that's like your if somebody's really sad you can feel that sadness as if it was your own and so it's kind of like this whole rise of empathy and like how our brains are evolving it's kind of showing us like okay we need to start working together to um essentially raise the collective equilibrium because um if we're evolving this way it's just gonna continue on and like if you're surrounded by a lot of sad people, even if you're a happy person, you are going to feel that sadness. So yep. it only makes yep. sense that we work together to bring everyone up. Yeah, so that people can live, you know, you can mm-hmm. live at this level. Because right now, <coughs> and I won't get too much into the powers that be, but right now people are sort of asleep and just sort of happy, just going about things and kind of you like know, being unhappy, but, you know, it's whatever, it's life, you got to do it. No, mm-hmm. you don't have to live that way. It can and be. It can the, be more than that. Make your life magic. <laughs> we do every day. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And then also another another point to add um, with the whole idea of the mirror neurons and being um, like empathic and feeling others' emotions and like how we're evolving, how this is um, significant and showing us that we need to work together and um, have like positive human interaction rather than like this disempowering and like bullying and all this stuff um so relating this to okay i'm going to think of an example um so say 
say you're a pretty positive individual um, and even bringing this to the scientific level and spiritual level. So say you carry with you a violet aura and the violet aura is like associated with people that are psychic, that have ESP abilities that are intuitive and enlightened. They vibrate at a Yeah. And so that's, um, violet, that's a higher frequency. And so say you have a person like that and then you are surrounded by 10, um, fairly negative people who say carry with them a red aura, which is um, a lower vibration. Okay, so naturally the person with a higher vibration will balance out the people with the lower vibration. So it's kind of like those people will come up, but that person will come down and that person will feel a little bit worse. The other people will feel a little bit better. But relating this also to um, say like a few very like high vibing people are together, they can create this like magnetized energy. So, but this isn't just like, there's this whole thing of needing to be around positive people and like kick out the negative people. Like that's true, but we also have to look at it as um, looking at the collective. Like if this is true on an individual level, it's also true on a collective level. So imagine this is just like a vision that I have. And I think this would be amazing, but like if we can all work together to bring each other up and think positively and get to sort of like this higher place where all of us are raising our, our personal frequency, our personal vibration, um, that which raises is done. The collective and then, yeah. Um, and then imagine say like, okay, we have like, 7.5 billion people on this earth or something say like even one even like population did. yeah one percent two percent ten percent like say eventually one billion people got to this place where they're thinking very positively and then that would just have a ripple effect because this can also relate to newton's laws of motion and momentum as it relates to psychology the more the more people that continue to think in this way then it'll just have it'll create more of a momentum yeah, and it's almost like people, it's infectious and people won't be able to, yeah. you know, sort of, um, you know, ignore it anymore. But Exactly, um, and based on science, like, you're, like, the more people that get into... That um, excited state. Um, yeah, yeah. And this, yeah, this high vibrational state, then, then it's, like, the opposite. So, like, say there are 10 people that are carrying, like, this... Um, violet aura which is like the higher frequency and then you have a person with the like naturally they're like a lower vibing person that person is going to come into that higher level like so it's kind of like and the other ones don't have to lose as much yeah yeah, exactly so more people so it's like involved in the collective exactly so it's like less energy expended per individual and um, that's more energy to put into our health to and that's the most efficient way to do things as well is um, you know you it's where you can expend the least amount of, eff- of energy and effort mm-hmm. doing it exactly and it's kind of another like random little example that I like to say is imagine you have um, one horse pulling a wagon so that horse is going to have to use more energy to actually get going and then it'll take um, more time and more effort more energy to pull this wagon but then say you have three horses pulling the wagon that's more momentum um, or I guess less energy expended per horse like it'll take less time like than 10 horses so it's kind of like it's kind of this whole thing about using our time and energy as efficiently as possible and like yeah we can do that on an individual level but it's the the beauty will come from creating this on a collective level. That's when that's when the magic will really happen. 
Yeah. I mean, uh, one more, one more, ran- sorry. No, <laughs> or, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one more random thought. So another thing, um, sort of relating this whole thing to, um, like belief systems and how our thoughts are actually energy and we, whatever we direct our thoughts into, like we kind of like attract that to us and we can like manifest that into reality depending on the extent of like what you're focusing on. Um, but so I have a family friend who she gets together with, um, a couple, I guess a couple women and they're all, they all have like similar belief systems. Um, their minds are open to being able to, um, like, I guess psychic abilities, like manifesting. So they get they get rid mind. of the the mental limitations that yeah other yeah basically. Put on themselves. Okay. And so these three people get together and they can manifest things into the physical form, manifest the spirit into the physical form. And these are just three people in a in a group like doing this. So imagine like ten people, hundred people, a thousand people, a million people. Like we could literally like yeah, do so much. So anything. I mean. Um, like to give you an example, um, Ashley and I were standing outside, um, and we were wondering if we can make the clouds dissipate <laughs> if we focus our int- energy on them. It works. Yeah, mm-hmm. it totally works. The lightning storm tonight, you know, you can make lightning strike. You can... That could just be timing too, though. Well, it could, but... You can, you know, you, you absolutely, it's magnetic energy that's, yeah, that's going yeah. on. I mean, if you're vibrating at a higher frequency and you push that energy out, you mm-hmm. can absolutely attract, you know, that's mm-hmm. just the, the two um, ions. I don't know about lighting. Yeah, maybe. Like heat lightning. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I know what the next question I'm going to get from people is probably how you do this um there's a number of different ways to kind of get to enlightenment but one of the easiest ways that i've found is meditation um it's very hard for people to get into this i've learned like it's you have to be very disciplined about it i'm not even disciplined about it every day but the more i do it the more I am so thankful that I do because it just, I don't know about you, but every time I'm so, you know, so thankful because the experience that I have, I go so much deeper, mm-hmm. um, you know, in my consciousness and um, um, in my subconsciousness. And I'm able to just, uh, I'm, I'm able to really, my abilities just grow every time I, every time I um, meditate. So Kirsten's literally just started to like get into this, like she said before, and she's like, she can channel, um, different people. She can like, like visualize like different blueprints, like, so, and that's just getting started. So if you're, if you're focused on it and if you're dedicated to like, and if you can believe that you have these abilities, then yeah, you can, you can do this. Anyone yeah, it's sort of, there's no ignoring it. It's mm-hmm. like... Um, and it's fun. Yeah, it's, it curious. is fun. You know, instead of going out and drinking or something like that, it's like, Ashley and I sit around Investing here on a yourself. Friday night and like, we 
you know, channel Tesla and like <laughs> weird we, stuff. Yeah. But it's if so... somebody ever like videoed like what we do, and we watched nice like physics just... experiments <laughs> and weird stuff. But it's so interesting. Create our own experiments. Yeah, yeah. and it's just you know, it's it, great. <laughs> it's awesome, and I can't, I can't say enough. Like it's, I'm sure some people's parents will have a different take on this, but it's not weird and it's a safe thing to do. And it's you know, you're not. I think the the misnomer is that you're going to get into something that you that's going to scare you or that you open yourself up to some kind of negative experience but um you're in control like you're always you're always in control of your own body so if you're afraid of things that are out there um, you you will be afraid you will be afraid of them Uh if you're not you won't be you know Uh if you go into it you go into things um asking for the intent to be that you know, that it benefits your higher, your highest self, then, you know, negative and lower vibrational, um, beings won't be, you know, able to, um, come through, but you know, is, does it happen? Yes, absolutely. But can you be afraid of it? No, you shouldn't be because, you know, you're always in control. Mm-hmm. You'll and never I, be given more than you can handle also. Right. And they, I mean, things for me have come a little bit fast lately, which I'm okay with, but when it first starts out, it's it's in slow increments. You don't just wake up and your third eye opens and, you know, bam, and then you, uh, you know, you go and project yourself 10 years in the future. It's not that. It doesn't happen that fast. It's slowly. And, um, and it's that way on purpose. I'm sure everybody's situation is different. I'm sure everybody has a different experience. But your third eye opens slowly. Like, it's not just... You know, uh, yeah. I mean, because when I think about it, like this has been over six months, and it, mm-hmm. you know, it did happen slowly. It didn't just all open at one, you yeah. know, in in one sitting. Um, you know, it's not like taking, um, taking um, what's that? <laughs> the uh, stuff that you smoke that's in plants. I have no idea. You know what I'm talking about. Um, M, uh, M, 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 M. Oh, DMT. DMT. Thank you. It's not like taking DMT where you just oh. take off to another realm and then you come back and you know you're prophetic about it. It's it, it, it happens slower than that. I don't know. I kind of my and who knows, but my theory on the whole um, like the chakra system, like it's something that's been instilled in our belief systems. Like you have your third eye, you have your crown chakra, you have your heart chakra, et cetera, et cetera. But I think in like all in all, everything comes from the brain. And I think it's kind of, um, if you believe that you're opening your third eye, then it's, it's really just belief systems. Then you're, if you think by opening your third eye, you'll become intuitive psychic, then this will happen. But essentially it's kind of about, um, getting out of the habit because when you're in a certain habit, like the life that most of us live or, um, it's just like the nine to five job or this or that. And it's, it's a habitual thing going to bed at the same time, waking up in the morning. And so we create, we don't use all of our brain this way. So when you start to switch it up, when you start becoming curious, when you start to, um, sort of explore different parts of your mind and think about different things, you access, you start to train different parts of your mind. And then these abilities come with it. If you believe that you have these abilities and if you have that focus intent, otherwise your brain protects itself and it won't 
allow you to experience those things mm-hmm. because it thinks that it knows that you don't believe in it and you're at your core. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the whole idea of being stuck in like the reptilian part of your brain. It's sort of like that, that survival. And most of us are always fight sort of or flight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. always in this like stressed out state, even if we don't fully realize it, um, just like not quite healthy. Like we're surrounded by a lot of toxins, like physical and also people that are toxic and it kind of keeps us stuck within this like I guess the like the, the base <laughs> of the brain the reptilian part of the brain which is purely for survival it's aggression it's like food sex etc cetera, etc cetera. and the whole idea behind meditation is you get you take yourself out of that space and you go into sort of this peaceful calm state and then you access your um the like the higher, the higher parts of yeah mm-hmm. the higher parts of your brain like the cerebral cortex and this is where you start you start rewiring your brain and this then like it it takes training and practice and switching it up and you can develop and use more of your brain and then one one great if you guys are looking for um, a course to sort of get into um, one of the first things I started was with Dale Sellers which he's an amazing psychic um, he has a course called Life Leap Institute um, and it's phenomenal it really is phenomenal um, and it teaches psychic development all the way to telekinesis to astral projection um, he teaches the whole shebang so um if you want, I mean, and it's reasonably priced too. So, um, that was, I, I didn't ever finish the life leap course just because I, um, ended up getting involved in other stuff and I just didn't, uh, didn't have the time and the money to do it, but it, it is a very, very, very good program. So, and I learned a lot from, from all that, like the tense and release when you're projecting, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And the first, first vision I ever had was from that program. So, um, so besides, besides meditation, um, there's also the placebo effect, which is just, um, your mind sort of creating the picture for you. It's mm-hmm. your mind saying, okay, this is true. So if you believe something will happen and it's mm-hmm. like a self-fulfilling prophecy, but, um, as it relates to like, if you okay so this is coming to mind right now so how how the subconscious mind or like how our mind works is um if we want something like oh like i really like want to feel this way or feel that way we go looking for things that will make us feel that way but in all truth we can literally like go back to a memory that made us really happy or we felt love and like feel that feeling in the present moment and that's our subconscious, like we're feeling that feeling and then we'll ch- we can change our emotion, change our mood rather than going and looking like externally for like these things to fulfill that and to bring out that emotion in us. We have that ability within our own okay. mind to like change, change that and to feel good. And then the great thing about that too is like how the subconscious mind works is and like how you're able to manifest things is you be- you have to believe that you already have it. You can't say like, oh, I want this, I want this, but focus on what you're trying to do and you believe that you already have it. And so that's like, you're feeling that and that's part of what you use to manifest sort of these things. Yeah, and I mean, that, that power is very strong, Ash is right. Um, 
you know, you can, you, the only limitations that exist are the ones that you, you know, are self-imposed. I mean, even there's experiments done on the collective, um, the Maharishi effect, which basically um, says that if 1% of the population um, thinks positively that it will affect, at least 1% of the population, it will affect the collective the mm-hmm. uh, and the global mindset. And there have been various studies and experiments yeah. of like smaller versions of this within cities, and um, it's proven measurable results in crime like decreases. Suicide. Yeah, yeah, suicide exactly. rates. Yeah, rates go down. Um, it's it's pretty. The results are pretty astounding. You should you should definitely um, Google that if you have a minute. The Maharishi effect. But um, so you know that that is definitely um, something that's been proven. So the limitation there is that you it's if one percent of the population is you know thinking positive for the you know that it can raise the collective i don't even think it has to be one percent of the population actually i think you brought this up initially um preconceived limitations that it you know it could be less than one percent of the population or less than one percent of the population yeah to you know it why couldn't one person do it? I think it's all about just creating connections in your mind. Yep. Believing yep. you can do something. Everything everything can be considered to be a preconceived limitation. Always. Yep. Um, going out into nature, um, that's, that's another positive thing for me. That's another way I connect with my higher self. Um, nature is all around you and it sort of gives you gives you the feeling that you're not alone and it makes you you when you look at the beauty in, in nature and truly mm-hmm. bring yourself to look at the elements in nature you appreciate them and you know if you spend time out there camping you know um sleeping outside you know going outside when it's lightning <laughs> yeah and yeah. einstein he also spoke about going out in nature um he would play the violin as well which is probably has something to do with, I think the violin is like um, 400 and something hertz or whatever, so like Mm -hmm. different frequencies, but he also spoke of going out into nature, and um, while you're in nature, like you're, if you're alone, and you get into this, you drop into almost like a theta, Mm -hmm. I think it's a theta brainwave state, and so that's almost where you have that very calm mind, your conscious mind is completely calm, and that's where you can sort of access different information, and also, um, you're not surrounded by your focus is on nature, right? So you're you're letting your like conscious like thoughts go, and your focus is on nature, and so you're eliminating all of that distraction, that clutter, that noise, and so you have this like more like clarity. And of course, you can do this um, when you're in surrounded by chaos, but it just takes more effort, more work to stay in that Yeah, the the more Uh work you have to do in your meditations. So eventually it's all kind of like mind Mm -hmm. mastery, but like going out into nature and connecting and letting the conscious mind and all those thoughts like float away and yeah, it makes taking it, taking a bath for some reason for me Epsom as well. Epsom salt baths yeah. are so amazing. It, it sort of washes, it re-cleanses your aura and washes away all the kind of negativity. Mm-hmm. And I just, I like to take a bath after, especially if I've been around a bunch of negative energy. Mm-hmm. It just cleans everything and makes me feel renewed. Another random thought too. So um, kind of looking at sort of the personal level and the collective level and seeing how 
belief systems, um, shift our, like shift and mold our thoughts and thoughts combined create reality. And we can talk more about this later, but, um, so the whole idea behind, um, these different belief systems. So, okay. The, what was that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I, I have like, no idea. We both heard that. <laughs> I know. Okay, stuff happens to us oh, all the time. So. To say <laughs> uh. Okay, so basically, I'll just like throw this out there. But um, so the whole idea of like, say, um, okay, crystals can actually hold a frequency, so they they can be used for healing. But so say, um, like, a large percentage of the collective, like thirty percent of the collective, believes that. Um, Okay, just an example, using sage, you can burn sage and this can clear the energy within your home or um, that, let's say, like using crystals for healing that they can heal or, um, but basically what I'm saying is that like a percentage, whatever percentage of the collective believes something that almost like intensifies your ability and magnifies your ability to manifest things because so really like our personal belief system will be true and like we'll be able to do things i don't know exactly how no without the use of crystals and stuff like that's what you're saying yeah so whatever our belief system is like i could Mm -hmm. say like oh i can use a fork like and like put a fork over my body and it it can can be be anything it can be a tuning fork all of a sudden a dousing rod for you exactly but whatever you set your mind to do using what the collective believes like a large percentage of the collective um, you can use that to help magnify your ability to manifest. It's almost sort of like the idea of like the Bible and like all these things saying that right now we're in this prophetic time and like Genesis and all of this. Like this is actually the fact that so many people are believing this is true. It's helping to manifest this into reality. And um, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of just the whole idea of belief systems and like trying to create stories to shift belief systems and um, make them less limiting and yeah, it's, it's all. So what else? Um, journaling, journaling helps me big time connect with my higher self. Um, it helped me to also see when things happen. Cause I don't always, um, I know you do this too, but, um, I don't always relate things to, I, I forget a lot of things uh-huh. that happen in the moment that means something and that later on you're like, oh, okay, that's what that was supposed to mean. I wish I'd have written that down. How did I say that or whatever? Um, so journaling is definitely a great thing to do. Flowing. Yeah. And cause once you're tapping into that, you know, that left brain, like that creative, creative side, that's so whenever, um, there's, there's or one the thing. Or the right, sorry, the right brain's the creative side. Yeah, the left brain is the, I'm retarded. (laughs) Um, So, yes. It's really the combination of the two, though, because you need the logic and the intuition. No, but every time. Intuition. Remember how I was saying to you, if, when the brain starts thinking, especially with remote viewing, stuff like Mm -hmm. that, that's when you're wrong, like Mm -hmm. wrong, wrong, wrong. And Jeanette in class at the Mm -hmm. mediumship class last week said the same thing. If your brain starts Mm -hmm. thinking, you're always going to be wrong. Get rid mm-hmm. of it. So that's uh, that's sort of one tip I can give you is whenever the your brain starts to kind of try to piece experiences together and to try to make sense of things, that's never gonna that's that's never gonna um, get you there. But so journaling, journaling can help you uh, 
um, kind of fish these instances out and be able to elaborate on them. And yeah, it gets the creative juices flowing. Um, yoga, it's kind of like along the mm-hmm. lines of meditation and yoga is good for you. It obviously has numerous health benefits. Um, stretching also does a lot of things for your blood pressure and your, you know, immune system and you, your joints and your bones and the benefits are just on and on and on. It's all about that alignment of mind, body, and spirit kind of, um, I like this example. (laughs) So looking at, so they're aligning your mind, your body, and your spirit and kind of looking at, um, all positive is, (laughs) <laughs> um, my brain's like okay I'm done thanks okay so <laughs> and I quit <laughs> yeah pretty much I'm like this is the longest I've ever talked for um, so like using all positives and negatives that you encounter throughout your life um, as sort of like a compass to that center point which is the alignment of your body your mind and your spirit and um, so the body is like treating your body right, um, feeding it with healthy food, um, exercising your mind, um, kind of staying like staying away from chemicals and yeah, your mind like um, meditation and like like learning and kind heavy of switching metals, it up. Heavy metals, fluoride, you know, staying yeah. away from all I, those well, things. Well, I kind of look at your mind as sort of like your mental, like how you think, and your body connected okay. to your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in your spirit, which is like yeah like living living in your spiritual self like living in a place of love and like um kind of like in your truth and oh what i just had like i just saw a person actually i had a weird just like a weird palpitation in my heart okay i had it too and i saw like i just saw somebody right there it was like a lady i don't know i've never that's never happened to me before I got a really weird palpitation. Like, I think that's almost why, like, stop, I couldn't think. Yeah. I no, it, it was. <laughs> it was because I had it at the same time. I was like, <laughs> my, my thoughts literally just went like, boop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was weird. Okay. Yeah. So, but, okay. sorry, guys. We, we do this a lot. Like, things just oh, randomly oh, really? happen. Oh, really? So. Yeah. Really strange <laughs> things happen when we're together and when we're not together. But yeah. um, just to finish my example, like, so using the positives and the negatives to guide you to that center point, but then to, so that's like a place of peace, but then to use your excitement levels or your energy levels. So if you're really excited about something, or if you're really just lethargic about something, um, use that as a scale to show you whether you're being productive or counterproductive in reaching that alignment because stagnancy, I look at stagnancy as a form of destruction. And we also, um, or we always want to be in like this like creation mode pretty much. What was that yeah. food? <laughs> crystals. Crystals are another thing that can <laughs> that can help you heal. They can help you um get in touch with your intuitive side. Um but I, I think, I mean, do crystals, like, do they create that higher vibration? I mean, because I know they can hold a vibration, but... Yeah, so they they can hold a vibration, but, okay, honestly, I don't know. I think, like, everything can hold a vibration. Like, you yeah, saw I with, mean, like, I the like Coke can when we were upstairs. Crystals are pretty, and, and like... they're, they're, you know, I, I like having them around me. Yeah. So... Um, oh, I think, yeah, they're beautiful, yeah. and we, we enjoy having beautiful things And you do get us. energy from them. You do get certain kinds of energy calming, you know, mm-hmm. excitable. We definitely know that, but... It's kind of like being in nature. It's like having nature yeah. in your home, really. Yeah, exactly. But it's also, like, you can charge the crystals, like, when we're... 
um, up there and like focusing on the, mm-hmm. the Coca-Cola can and like it, then you could see the aura around yeah. the, just from the focus. So that's like directing energy. Like we can, we can put energy into whatever we focus on really. And, um, if we believe that something is healing and like, yeah, then it'll be healing. <laughs> yep. Just not if mm-hmm. it's like drugs or stuff like that. That's yeah, not that's, that's not healing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think people, the, the misconception is people take drugs to expand their mind. But, uh-huh. I mean, and, and I don't know because I've never taken drugs for that purpose. Mm-hmm. So, I can't say, um, you know, I haven't had an out-of-body experience on them yeah. either. So, I can't. I've always uh, been scared to try yeah, these um, things. Well, um. Yeah. I never have tried them. So, anyways, but, um. Drugs are bad, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the misnomer is really people take them to expand their minds, but really don't need to take any sort of drugs. In fact, you know, yeah, we don't, we don't um, encourage that at all. You just need to be your beautiful little self and, Uh and believe in yourself and believe in yourself and Mm -hmm. believe you can and believe you're better and believe you deserve better and be grateful and and express gratitude when you do um experience different things the more gratitude you express the more you'll draw into your life to be grateful for like the whole idea of you feel something and then that's what you draw into your life so you feel grateful you feel the gratitude and then you'll draw more of that into your life you feel you feel sad you feel depressed you'll draw more of that into your life you feel it's kind of like the law of attraction, like yep. this, that whole um, way of expressing And training it your and, mind not to think and not to dwell on negative things uh-huh. and not to get stuck in the bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but when I was going through my divorce initially, I would listen to sad songs and I would do uh-huh. all of those things because uh-huh. it feels good to kind of perk uh, yeah, that too. Like to but then bit. I would get stuck, you know, yeah. and just uh, weird, you know, just from listening to sad songs. So uh-huh. I, I don't, yeah, I'm over that now, but... You know, it, I don't listen to stuff like that, like mm-hmm. over repetitive, you know, yeah, to try to yeah. make myself cry because I realize that it's, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing there to be stuck in that, mm-hmm. in that frame of mind. So I'd rather be happy and mm-hmm. vibrate higher. And this is like coming up, so I feel like I should say it. So the whole idea of um, using your energy levels, so like people that carry this higher energy, like they have more of the, like, ESP abilities, et cetera, et cetera. And they have a stronger ability to manifest things because they carry this higher energy. And so the whole idea of like, um, the vibration of like excitement, if you're really excited about something, you are carrying this high energy. And, um, but it's also the same with fear. If you're really fearful, like you Mm -hmm. can actually manifest something. Like if you believe that there's like um, something scary, like you'll like your mind, your mind can play tricks with you and your mind can actually create these things into reality and um and that's just your mind it's not it's a actually, projection of your mind yeah, yeah exactly demons but, are jumping out in front of you but yeah it can make it seem like that so. and I'm, I'm gonna bring up this story but um so this actually happened kind of recently so I, i've had this weird i had a weird um sort of childhood and had this weird thing with my mom and it was sort of like a deeper thing that i was holding that i was um kind of scared to um just just to kind of be like her and I really don't like saying this because I don't want hopefully she's not going to listen to this she won't 
but <laughs> but long story short, I had a really weird experience where I got into this um, really fearful state that because I was like feeling my mom's energy um, pretty deeply, but then it started. I was trying to like um, push it away, but I got into this state of fear. So I actually was projecting my energy to her more and feeling her more, and I actually could like it was like I was bilocating and I could I could smell her breath. I could. Um, it's like I felt like her, like I was thinking like her, and it like really freaked me out. So like fear and excitement can manifest things really quickly. You are always in control of yourself. You can always um, change something, but just to be aware of the, yeah, like fear. The only thing to fear is fear itself. Like, so if you're getting so, really scared that's so about, true, though. if you're it, getting really scared about something when you're doing this and if say, then you probably shouldn't kind do of, it. You probably no, should, no, you no. Put, no, you should probably wait until you've, you're ready to go to that next stage with it. it because kind of as somebody experience. who is fearful, me, yeah. um, I go into everything. Like if, if I fear something, I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, maybe I need uh-huh. to wait on that. Um, and then the universe will let me know when it's a better time because uh-huh. If I go into it with a fear mindset, uh-huh. I'm going to be scared. Something yeah. weird will happen, you know? And so I just look at everything as like, okay, I'm open to, you know, I'm open to any experience. <clears throat> and if it's something that is scary, it's because my mind has made it that way. Because I don't think my personal, my personal belief is that, you know, even spirit energies aren't inherently positive or negative. I think they just are and Mm -hmm. they are just they exist and I don't think they're evil or good you know it's just um just kind of one of those things it's just Mm -hmm. the way it is exactly so I think that we put those um labels you know on Mm -hmm. on stuff so that's that's our that's our um you know all of our stuff Uh anyways my point with bringing up the whole idea of fear so say if you are getting into this and something happens where you get in that fear state and manifest something really quickly, always remember that nothing is permanent. Like it's just, it's literally a thing that it's within your mind and you are in control. Your brain is your brain. Like there's no such thing as like possession. Like none of that stuff is not real. Like that's just like a, like kind of a fear tactic and people believe certain things. And like, if if you believe Spirits can attach themselves onto you if that's what you're seeking, if that's what you're going like on the other side to find. Um, because I, I do believe yeah, I've heard people, intent, yeah, um, if that's your intent, mm-hmm. but if your intent is to that not to happen, then, I mean, I'm, I suppose it could happen accidentally, but I don't, I've never heard of it ever mm-hmm. happening. Um, so yeah. Yeah. You're always in control in your belief systems and your mind, like you can get rid of anything that you want to get rid of. You can, your mind is anything. a very powerful organ. I mean, I, I almost like to look at, so up until recently sort of, um, seen as even with technology like the um, computer and now there's the creation of the quantum computer and it's kind of almost symbolic of going from this linear way of thinking to a quantum way of thinking and looking at the brain as <laughs> looking at the brain no, almost as like um, when you go and access more of the brain you're going from that normal computer to yeah. the quantum computer and with this you can you can um clear out like files or programs or these negative things that aren't suiting you and that are creating like less than optimal outputs and you can (laughs) this is funny (laughs) 
And this is bizarre. Anyways, I'll I'll go deeper into this in the next one. And um, thus, my fear ability or my fear level just spiked because I'm seeing some lady in my house, um, and this is the way that they let me know that this is why we're doing this while you're doing a podcast because you won't get scared because it's like I can't freak out on here. So yeah. Anyways. That's that's my experience this year just now um, because I am somebody who is very fearful. So and also if there is something like this going on, the more you focus on something yeah. like this, mm-hmm. you're giving you're it power. giving uh, yeah power, but you're giving it energy. And so if you want something to well, go power, away, energy is power. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. If you want something to go away, just ignore it. Yep. Ignore the muddy water. Ba-da-dum-bum. <laughs> all right all right guys um yeah, thanks for listening yeah this is our this is can't our wait to hear what my podcast. voice sounds like and um <laughs> there will be many more nah. so we will see you in a couple days mañana or probably not tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> <Awkward>. <laughs>